this is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to Bill Bunzel, Vice President at Society Insurance. Welcome to the show. I spoke with Bill Bunzel a few weeks ago regarding leadership and he shared great insights regarding how he grew as a leader and his views on how to grow leaders within his department. I think you'll really enjoy hearing his perspective. So without further ado, Bill Bunzel. I think we, you and I got to know each other a lot more because of Toastmasters and I just, uh, I think you're very inspirational and, and even like people that work in claims um, you've talked about what you do and how you got to be a leader and I know they all respect you and you're an amazing person. So I thought we want to talk to somebody who is like that. And, and we can start off with the first question is just kind of, I like to learn about, okay, so what was your leadership journey like? Like, like how did that, how did that happen? And like, what were some of your challenges along the way? Maybe what would you have done different? And then if there are any mentors that you want to call out along the way and we can start with that i I sometimes wonder how i got into leadership because uh, um i i'm not a natural leader but i've had some good coaches along the way things i would do different as a young leader i thought i had to be the smartest person in the room Mm. Mm. speak first i had to set the tone but uh, some of my research in the leadership uh, um, like your Nelson Mandela's of, of the world um, speak last, and uh, they let others uh, uh, voice their opinions. And uh, um, sometimes you don't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah. And just agree. Um, so I, I, I learned that the hard way, and uh, I look back, and I was an awful, awful leader to start with, just awful, and. Uh, Qualify that. Qualify yeah. that for me. Qualify that for me. Well, I, I had a focus on the way I thought to make people better is to point out their faults, mm. which mm. is not a good approach at all. Yeah. You build on what they do really, really well, mm-hmm. and you let them know that they are very good at that. And and many times they are better than I was in those areas. Mm -hmm. You build that trust Mm -hmm. and you slowly work with them without correcting them or anything to stretch them to the point where they are doing things themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I often refer to building people's confidence in themselves is uh, the best reward for a, a leader. People yes. end up doing things that they never thought they could do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Little steps at a time. You focus on what they do well, and then you continue to stretch them to do things. Mm-hmm. But um, when, when I talk about confidence, uh, I, I really dislike the term self-confidence. Okay. We don't build self-confidence. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes it sound like it comes from the inside, and it's natural yeah. to us. And uh, just eventually it comes out with no help from anybody else. Mm. Confidence we build is because of our relationships and people mm-hmm. that encouraged us. Mm-hmm. And were, they were there to pick us up when we doubted ourselves. Mm-hmm. They're there when we fail or fall. Yeah. And 
provide that safety net to say, hey, try it. Yeah. And um, I know you can do it. Right. And so uh, building that confidence in people is what a true leader should do. Yeah. And they should do it quietly, encouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a leader, though, that gives praise just to give praise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that is, uh, uh, can really set a person back. Mm-hmm. You can give praise for what a person does well, mm-hmm. but then you can also give encouragement that, hey, you know, consider a little tweak here or there. Um, and this is this has always been my model with Toastmasters as well as, yeah. you know, you give that evaluation. Yeah. Tell them what they're doing so, so well. And yeah. let them know that, hey, you're one of the best in the club with regard to facial expressions yeah. or the message that you give. Yeah. And you slowly give them uh, ideas on how they can tweak their approach. Mm-hmm. And actually, you get a person that's up there with confidence. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, and that's what a leader is there, is to help people grow into something they never thought they could. Yeah, I've heard that a couple of times, like helping people realize the potential that they may not have realized. So, you know, to that point, like, I, I want to say this because I feel like I'm definitely a late bloomer and I can share this with you. Like what you've said, I wish I had people like you around me to reassure me that, yes, y- you are good. You are good. But I think at one point for me, it had to, I had to believe it because I, I know I've shared this with you, that whole imposter syndrome thing that was very, very um, destructive for me. It was, it had to finally come from the inside for me. So, yeah. So yeah, that imposter syndrome is, is, is real for a lot of leaders, even yeah. leaders at my level. Yeah. We fear as if we're going to be discovered as not being that good eventually. Yeah, yeah. Bunzel's really not that smart, man. He had a snow <laughs> for years. And uh, I, I am very open and vulnerable about mm-hmm. my shortcomings. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, um, I always tell people that, you know what? I am not the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Uh, there is a reason that I brought in somebody with your skills. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is the skills mm-hmm. that is needed for us. Right. And really encourage them and build them around what they do really, really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let them know that you bring something to the table that I cannot. Mm-hmm. It's okay to uh, recognize and verbalize and be very open about your shortcomings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 makes perfect sense. It's like, yeah. and as a leader, you can't do everything. You you have to recognize. Number one, I think, is I think learning your people who are the experts and knowing when to de- you know defer to them. Right, like. Yeah. It's not, it's not on you to know everything and do everything either, right? Yeah. I, I also truly believe that as a leader, we have to get people to look at things slightly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like to think of it as perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, our eyes are controlled by just a handful of muscles that see everything, bring messages to our brain at 155 miles an hour. <laughs> But sometimes we will only recognize what we want to recognize. Mm, oh, yeah, right. And as a right. leader, bringing in those other perspectives and mm-hmm. not force it, but just say, 
well, have you thought about this with regard yeah. to that? Right, right. And you plant those seeds. You don't force them on the team. You yeah. plant those seeds just so they recognize, hey, you know what? This is how, if I do this, this will affect this area of the business. And mm -hmm. you try to give them that global perspective on things. Yeah. Because right. they come in with a skill set that may keep their perspective very narrow. Yeah, yeah. Part of our job is to grow them in and to think of of that the bigger picture. Yeah, bigger picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so, what would you say are some of the challenges maybe you faced in your journey? Um, in becoming a leadership, what were some of the common challenges or maybe specific challenges you want to call out? Not seeing the big picture at times. Okay. Simply focusing on claims and uh, mm -hmm. what claims has to deal with. Um, once you start learning where other departments are coming from and mm -hmm. not only seeing it, but respecting where they're coming from mm -hmm. it gets you thinking uh, differently mm -hmm. and, uh, and then not once you start respecting them you find some common ground where you can meet in the middle mm -hmm. um, initially i thought my job was to protect my folks in the claims department yeah and advance their cause in the company mm -hmm. But I don't need to do that. I yeah. can I, I can educate my staff on where other departments are coming from and give them exposure to meet with other departments and see where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because uh, your best leaders in the organization see see things not just from their department's perspective. Mm -hmm. Bill Reeves, a great teacher in this area, he said. You are a leader for society insurance. You are an executive for society insurance, not for PAL claims. Yeah, yeah. Your job is to work with your folks to get them to see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Once you start doing that and they interact with other departments, your Kevin Wandras, your Casey Floods, yeah. they start interacting with other departments and they're like, hey, I like what they do in that department. I may take my career that direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy when their eyes open to that because there's not a greater reward to a leader than to help somebody find where they can go and love yeah. every, every single day and feel like they're contributing to the organization. So I want to ask you then, so you recognize that as a, as a challenge and so you should get upon yourself to start, a, start to build those relationships and start to find out more about how the pieces fit together to get that bigger picture vision, yes. right? Okay, yes. great, great. Um, so then I guess uh, I will ask maybe the final question or we will see if we have more time, but what would, what advice would you give to people who want to go on a leadership path or aspiring leaders, what kind of advice would you give them on how to go about doing that? There's an article that was given to me and uh, I, I could send it to you. Um, mm -hmm. It's a Harvard Business Review and it talks about people that don't advance and why mm -hmm. they advance. Okay. 
many times it's that narrow viewpoint, but many times it's also the lack of building relationships out of your comfort zone. Oh, okay. So my advice to people that want to reach that new level, mm-hmm. like uh, Gina Fallsgrafts, uh, she wants to advance in the organization, getting her a mentor outside of my department mm-hmm. that is at the next level, and she's uh, uh, being mentored by Jenna Pop right now, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, get a different perspective and build those relationships yeah. outside of your area. I have mentors within the organization and I have mentors in other organizations. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, somebody that provides that safe environment that, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this at work. What advice do you have? Mm-hmm. I've, I've also joined Executive Agenda and I have a, a, an executive coach mm-hmm. that, uh, is a professional in this area. And, mm-hmm. uh, Build those relationships and continue to stretch yourself and challenge yourself outside of your comfort zones. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. What has been the impact of COVID and how have you dealt with it? So the the biggest fear I have as a leader is that uh, the isolation piece will wear on people. Mm -hmm. Um, Lack of uh, uh, human interaction, uh, uh, yeah. close proximities. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that is that is a concern. So we, we have bi-weekly meetings as a department mm-hmm. and I appear by video and I encourage anybody else that wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, our engagement surveys have told us that they really like that. Our engagement surveys for our department are higher than they've ever been. Wow. And that is during the pandemic. Yeah. I sent out a weekly message to the department. Mm-hmm. And it's not on work things. It's about perspective. It's about connection. It's about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's about seeking the help you need, even if it's a counselor or something like that. And letting them yeah. know that I've sought out help like that. Yeah. And it's okay. We need that. The yeah. other piece I worry about is people not giving themselves rest. So you mm-hmm. think about parents with young kids, right? They're in a full-time job teaching and uh, um, they're working 12, 15 hours right. a day trying to right. balance all that. Right. Can they walk away from their work? Right. Give themselves that mental break that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am seeing people struggling in personal relationships in their mm-hmm. life. And sometimes that's just too much time with your spouse. And right, right. I, yeah, I definitely. Them, but it's right. like, I'm spending too much time with you. Right. This is not, are, you know? right. We're with each other 24-7. We're not seeing any other humans. Right. So uh, things like that I get concerned about. And my message to them today that I sent out to the department was um, seek interactions with people mm-hmm. that help you through this time mm-hmm. nobody can get through this on their own right we're in it together we'll help each other but seek to help you need to to get through it because you went from pandemic to riots people are right just getting comfortable going out in public and now they're yeah fearful. right right yeah, that's so the, the world's scary now yeah 
So you are like the voice of trying to reassure them and also giving them guidance and kind of looking out for their health and uh, just making sure that they they keep things in perspective and, and they know, and I think it's always reassuring when they know that you care about them. It's not just about, oh, get your work done. You care about them. I think that makes a world of difference and that shows a good leader to me. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not a tool for us to get our work done. They, yeah. And they are the most important asset we have. Yeah. Oh, that's a great quote. Yeah. And however we treat them, yeah. they will treat our customers. Right. And, uh, if they feel that they have love and support, yeah. they'll share that same feeling with, with our customers. And as leaders, we don't get to touch our customers that often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, our employees do. So it's our job to give them support to do that, remove obstacles and mm -hmm. uh, let them know what the true culture of our organization is, because that'll be passed on to their interaction with the, our customers. Yeah, I think that was, that was a great, great, great way of thinking and a great message. Thank you so much, Bill. It was so nice to see Stay you. Touch. Yes, yeah. we will. I'd love you. to do this again and just chat. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, I wish you all the luck and I, uh, Stay safe and stay healthy. You too. Take, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now.